the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Garden Gossip, the home and garden show, with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Garden Gossip Show with Nancy and Lisa, the mother-daughter travel team and publishers of two digital interactive publications. We have Big Blend Radio and TV Magazine. That's our variety publication that does cover gardening and nature, food and wine and travel and history and art, everything. And we also uh, publish Parks and Travel Magazine, obviously covering, covering parks and travel, but also our Love Your Parks Tour, where we are traveling full-time on a quest to visit and document all of America's national parks and parks, because all parks matter. And we're also sharing different stories from the communities. So you can keep up with all of it at BigBlendMagazines.com. Today, we're very excited to have Margot Carrera back on the show. Margot is a fine art nature photographer, and she is known for capturing landscape scenery, flowers, and wildlife, and uh, really beautiful photography uh, that she also has. You can buy it as gifts. Um, at, you know, for your walls, but then she also has these amazing gifts, like these beautiful scarves with flowers and butterflies, and uh, she has office gifts, tote bags, gift cards, uh, beautiful gift cards. In fact, we've, we've had them here in Yuma, Arizona, where we are today, mm -hmm. uh, so that's really nice, and so go to her, her gallery. She's got a brand new online gallery called CarreraFineArtGallery.com, and that's C-A-R-R, E-R-A, so CarreraFineArtGallery.com. So welcome back, Marco. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. We're all full of the joys of spring. We're going to talk about flower power today. You know, that's the best thing, flowers. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing to photograph, actually. <laughs> flowers. Cool. Is that what got you started? Is it with flowers? You know, I, I have to say that my mother... Uh, had the most beautiful gardens in our home mm. and all my great memories of being in the gardens was you know taking care of the flowers and you know walking around the gardens and picking them and yeah so flowers not only just of course are beautiful but um, they bring back wonderful memories too mm. Mm. yeah right. It's important for for uh, parents to make sure their kids get some outdoor time, and gardens are really a super interesting way to do it. Yeah, you know, because yeah. The, the little guys are going to be looking at the bugs, and the little girls are going to be looking at flowers, and then they learn so much. Mm -hmm. Right. My mother, even when I was, uh, I remember even in kindergarten, she she knew all the botanical names of each oh, plant. Wow. And she, so I would go around and say, oh, look, there's an agapanthus. Oh, cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and okay. and um, yeah, now, now those are kind of going away from the brain now, but <laughs> it's hard to remember them now without her pointing them out all the time. But yeah, yeah she was really into flowers. Oh mm. man, I, growing up in Kenya as a little kid, Nancy had this magical garden 
I mean, the things that grew on the equator zone, it, they're just... Oh, my gosh. You could it, grow anything. It was mind-blowing. Mm. You know, the fruits and vegetables, yeah. and the soil was still really good and clean, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Um, the flowers were my friends. I'd run around and sing to them and play with them. And, you know, and, and you learn... All, that was my thing, is to learn all the different plant names. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm having a midlife crisis of memory. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> of all of the botanical names, but I think that's what's so cool. Uh, you know, as we travel the country, a lot of our national parks and parks, state parks, national monuments, they are gardens in themselves with wildlife, wildlife, um, I said wildlife, wild, uh, wildflowers, especially in the springtime and summertime. And then a lot of them have these ethnobotanical gardens where you can go in and learn about the cultural uses of plants. And then some of them have like native plant walks that you can do, like a nature trail that mm -hmm. identify all the different plant species you're seeing and maybe what they've been used uh, by ancient cultures or, uh, you know, what their importance are to like pollinators or the birds and, and different wildlife. So that's something that keeps us going is going on these trails and reading a little bit. And maybe one of the best things is to you know, go on a, a walk with a ranger and do a ranger program because you learn so much. You know, it's like when we went to the sequoias and we're going back. <laughs> we're so excited. We'll be in the sequoias this spring um, in late April. And we learned about like, the, here's, you know, the, the largest living thing by volume are the giant sequoia trees. The coastal redwoods mm -hmm. are the tallest living thing, but the giant sequoias, here are these monster plants. I mean, these monster trees are just so massive and takes, you know, a bunch of people to, to hug one. You know, you can't just hug one on your own. But their little cones are so tiny, they, you could fit two to three in your palm of your hand. Whereas the sugar pine are these massive cones, but you would think it'd be the other way around. But you learn things like that by going out with the rangers. And I think that's, a, that's an important thing to, to do that. That is good. Yeah. You yeah, know, when you, you say know. agapanthus, I have to, it, that is so funny because agapanthus, I mean, we have them in our gardens here, but they're actual, like the layman's name for it is Lily of the Nile. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when we lived in South Africa, the agapanthus was almost like a, a common flower. Yeah, right. here it's really special, but over there, that's it's native to South Africa, so you would see them on walks, and I mean, they were just everywhere. So now I'm homesick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, right now, go oh, see them. We'll go see them. You know, when you know, even when you go to botanical gardens, now you spent a lot of time in botanical gardens, Margo. I. Yes, it's one of my favorite places to go to not only just photograph, but actually be immersed in um, in nature because they have the tall trees, they have the mm -hmm. different species. And one of the things that I think is important is they have samples of um, plants from all over the world, and some of them are actually uh, becoming extinct. And so mm -hmm. these... Um, these places are keeping these species alive and taking good care of them so that they we don't end up having zero of them. Yeah. And um, I think that's one really important thing that they do. And they also, uh, the gardens, they um, get you in touch with different parts of the world and what nature is like in different areas. Mm -hmm. And some of the ones, the ones that I'd like to talk about today, 
Um, they actually um, have programs there, cultural programs, where you can go into a Japanese garden and have a Japanese tea ceremony and uh, mm. things like that. So you get in touch with other cultures and how they like to see their landscapes and what they grow. Mm. So I love gardens. Um, yeah. And again, that that's, goes back to my mom. She used to always take me to them. <laughs> it, you know, I was thinking too, San Diego, you know, where you're based, there's San Diego Botanical Garden or a botanic mm-hmm. garden in um, Encinitas. They have the world's largest bamboo collection. So it's like you, you walk in, the, it's like being a bamboo bath. <laughs> you know, people do forest <laughs> bathing. You're going to bamboo bath by walking through. But there's, yeah, there's, you know, the Mexican garden with the topiaries and they have art. That's another thing I'm seeing in a lot of botanical gardens we've been to that they're incorporating um, art. And it's like these, these installations of sculptures and statues that change maybe right. every year to two years. So it's a really other thing that comes in. But San Diego Botanic Garden, I know we've talked with Julian Duvall, the executive director over the years. We've done a number of interviews with him. And they actually, they are really big on protecting these endangered species. And they've even had um, theft. They've had like major drama mm-hmm. where people go in and they're plant thieves. So fortunate. And I didn't even mm-hmm. realize they were like, you know, it's plant traffickers, but they did get their cactus back. And they, I mean, this, you know, it actually helped put the garden on the map publicity wise, but, you know, mm-hmm. which is interesting, but um, there are plant thieves and I had no idea just like, you know, orchids are sought after, different cactus are sought after. So there are, there's extreme value to these endangered plants. And um, so it's really a special thing when you do get to see them. And I think your role as a photographer and what you're doing is so important. I've been reading studies on the importance of getting out in nature for heart health, for lowering your blood pressure and calming your heart rate and fresh air and what it does for oxidation in your body. And um, they were saying that even looking at a photo of nature or flowers, anything to do with nature can calm you down and has Mm -hmm. a positive health effect, which I never thought of. And here you are with scarves and people are like literally wrapped in nature and gifts. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really the role you play as a photographer and the fact that You've got the photos, but then you're also creating all these different gifts and products. Um, I think that's really important. Do you ever think of that side as a photographer? Oh, all the time, all the time. When I go um, uh, to a doctor's office and I, you know, um, I'm, I've been facing, um, I have metastatic breast cancer and so I've been in and out of doctor's offices, in and out of places that are highly stressful mm. for tests and procedures and things. And and I go into an office and I see like one office, I remember I had to do one of those uh, cardiac stress tests. Oh, wow. And they had a picture of a forest in front of where you're you're running on the treadmill. And I just put myself into that forest and I ran on the treadmill and I did just fine. <laughs> uh, but I put myself there. I can actually look at the picture and just like go into it and remember the forest, remember the smells. Mm. And it's like I'm there. I'm not in this stressful environment uh, where my mind is on something frightening. It's it's more in this peaceful place w- mm, that I'm looking cool. at. And so I would like to see 
all doctors' offices and, and test centers and what have you um, covered in, in nature. And, and yes. wherever you have to sit and wait to, to go see your doctor, I'd like to see beautiful pictures of nature uh, hanging on mm -hmm. the wall. So that's where your mind can go, not in like, what if this, what if that, or, you know, what, what are they going to do? Or, you know. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Oh, it, I think it's really important. And then the other thing I wanted to say, because you mentioned... Um, the uh, gardens in Encinitas is that um, the oxygen levels are so high there that you can literally breathe better. And sometimes when, you know, I, I live right now, I'm kind of in the center of the city and we have like the zero scapes where you don't need to uh, use a lot of water. So there's not as many trees and I wish there were. Um, when I go to the gardens, I breathe better. Uh, just the oxygen levels are higher. And bamboo, I'm told, is one of the highest producers of oxygen. Wow. Yes, that's what w one of the um, docents there told me. And, and, um, and I, I wondered why I always start out in that, that part of the garden. And I stay there for a while. And that's probably why I'm just getting that good oxygen, good clean air. And um, wow. yeah, yeah. That's really interesting to me because I think there is a, you know, when we share DNA with trees, so there's something about this connected heartbeat and, you know, whether it's there or visual, but I think there is that fresh air and producing that. I didn't know that about um, the bamboo part, you know. I know that I really would like to see the white coat thing go away, the white walls of no, me medical facilities. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, it used to be nurses oh. for you know, pediatrics. Everybody's fun with mm. nurses' outfits and nurse scrubs and everything. Well, what was it? Who said, okay, now that you're over, you know, 13, now you have to have, you know, everything's white and sterile. You can be sterile and clean, but still have color. I know yeah. I went through dentist surgery at one point, and my dentist awesome, awesome man. You, you would have loved him, Dr. Ruiz. He, um, you know, it, it was in Mexico and when we lived there and I would just say to him, like, really, because I was paranoid of medical surgeries and everything because I am, <laughs> I'm scared. And, yeah. But he was the one person who taught me about communication as a patient to the doctor. You have this communication so when you understand what's going on you don't have as much fear it's you know knowledge is power and but I was telling him like okay you know your walls you know they suck <laughs> I'm sorry we need color <laughs> but there was this one guy that was going around doing uh glass uh stained glass pieces uh for all the office buildings so he got a hummingbird 
and he put it in the window and I would go look at the hummingbird because I was taking worry stones with me to meditate and he would actually help me meditate. <laughs> this is my dentist. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to Alaska. I've always wanted to go there. He goes, no, it's too cold. You need to go to the tropics so you, you don't quench yeah. your muscles or your jaw. Nobody wants a cold so, patient. <laughs> so he would go. Every time I came, there was another little hummingbird, you know, a different one mm -hmm. that they would swap out all the time. So I would focus on the hummingbird. <laughs> if you know, you know that the humming that I was named uh, by a tribe, my my given name by the Caro in uh, Peru, um, they did an initiation on me and uh, made me an honor honorable shaman <laughs> of the tribe, and they named me Mother Hummingbird, Mama oh, wow. Quinta. Yeah, Mama Quinta <laughs> is what they named me. Oh, and wow. they said, yeah, they said the hummingbird is uh, the messenger of the mountains and yeah. the finder of lost souls. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. And yeah. represents That's infinity cool. because of the figure eight when they, they fly with their wings. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's good for yeah. you, you know. And my nickname um, in Kenya, they, they nicknamed <laughs> me in Swahili. Sure is Kasuku, right? As a little kid, because I talk too much. And now look at, look at this running podcast and radio. <laughs> but Kasuku is a parrot. A parrot. In Swahili. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's funny, because yeah, there it is. <laughs> I went, because I talk so much, they call me Kasuku, and here I am yeah. doing radio. You know, I've got a blabber mouth. <laughs> it's a good thing you do. <laughs> We're happy that you do. <laughs> it's you. a gift. <laughs> I want to go back to your point about what's in the doctor's office, because I remember as a child in the doctor's office about to get a polio injection. Mm -hmm, and I remember that. On, yeah, on the wall was this painting of a doctor with scrubs on and this huge hypodermic needle, and mm. he holds up this infant, and he's about to, like, inject him right in the little buttocks. No. And that painting gave me a lifetime of now. You bring a needle near me, I faint. Because I bet, I was, yeah. yeah, traumatized. That painting was so horrific to me. And I don't know who painted it, but if you're a doctor, please don't put it on your wall. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, your patients oh. will be so happy that you have nature on your wall. Yeah. And they'll be so much calmer for you. <laughs> yeah, so if there's any doctors listening, cool. please uh, don't. Nature on the wall. And, and <laughs> potted plants are really good to clean the air yeah. in medical facilities. Because yes. you go to a, a hospital and the next thing you know, you, you get what was down two doors down or whatever. To, I, I don't think they can. Uh, they, oh. they probably can do it in the lobbies. I don't think they can do it in the office because mm. sometimes you get mold, you know, in the, yeah. the water Allergy. when you're watering the plants. Mm. Yeah. But... Um, Wonderful in the lobby. Oh my gosh, that would be wonderful. Mm, I see a lot of hospitals are doing roof gardens and exterior, like their walls. You know, they're doing there. There's some changes being made uh, to mm -hmm. you know, like have gardens, meditation gardens. When we were in uh, Nacogdoches, Texas, um, it's the garden capital of Texas, and there's this statue trail they have, a historical statue trail that tells the stories, bronze statues of people that helped found the city. It's also the oldest settlement in Texas. So mm -hmm. you've got Stephen Austin, who the university is named after. Um, you've got Carl uh, Wilson Baker, who is a uh, well-known writer. Uh, you know, all these different people. And so we started going around and 
we did the trail and we found one was a country doctor and he's right outside the hospital but lo and behold is this you know they don't even name like i'm you know we do every park we possibly can even if it's a small pocket park it's valuable because it's green space it creates better air for a city environment uh, it creates places for birds and butterflies and so to us like is any place that you can put any kind of garden especially native plants the better but they had done that right outside the hospital here it was a nice little gazebo a statue and a little garden area so that people visiting or you know whatever was going on you had this space of calm and it was right mm -hmm. outside a church too which was nice but that you know depending on what you believe or whatever but it was this peaceful little area and what's interesting is on mound street and so they have all these ancient mounds within their city like from mm. the ancient cultures so there's this I, I just feel like every hospital needs a garden <laughs> to calm calm you yeah know? yeah and and i do see some um even doctor's offices having um a garden in the center and the doctor's office is around it mm. and so that you could step outside and, and go into the garden and it's an, and then go back into the doctor's office. But they're starting to be built like that out here in San Diego. And um, those are, are cool. a, yeah, better invention. <laughs> well, I do yeah. want to tell everybody that Margot assigned Nancy and I to one of our Love Your Park stores we travel, a Mission Possible story. And she says, I want you to go and document gardens across the country. And we're like, okay. And we're digging into our vaults. I mean, we've been doing this tour uh, on and off since 2012. And I know we've done over 150 parks. And I'm thinking the garden map is right near there because a lot of parks, again, have gardens, right? Or right. wildflower destinations. And, you know, as we go, it's like, oh, even if someone is in the downtown has taken a piece of land and turned it into a garden, we should let people know, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, we, I mean, why limit? So, Anyway, that has now grown into us creating a map of all the gardens. So it's an interactive map. It's part of the whole series. All these stories, we've like, hey, this is a great way for us to keep. It's better than a blog for us. It's like, hey, we're here now. Let's put it up on the map. So right now we're digging in archives and going, moving forward all at once. So if you go to loveyourparkstour.com or nationalparktraveling.com, under our Love Your Parks Tour section, you'll see interactive maps. And you click on that. You'll see the garden stories across America and it's a map and you can click on the little flowers to see the pop-up window with a photo of the garden a little write-up and it'll link to either a video a story or the website for the garden that we are at whatever information we can provide you with is there so check that out we're still in the process and um, yeah that's what I was saying Nacogdoches is on there uh, Santa Fe Botanical Garden now you would have loved Santa Fe Botanical Garden Margo because there was mm. art all through there. And they had an ethnic garden. They showed how they uh, did arroyos for cooking because we're right part of the Pueblo culture there too. And right. so a lot of native plants, but then they showed orchards and you wouldn't think in the high desert some of the things that would grow there. So it was really, really interesting. But what are some of your gardens that you think that we should go to? Okay, well, I have two for you today. Uh, these are ones that I uh, grew up going to, my childhood uh, gardens. Uh, I lived in LA at the time, and the first one I want to tell you about is Descanso Gardens. It's in La Cañada Flintridge, uh, California. 
And um, they have, um, I don't know the exact size of it, but they have many different uh, areas uh, where they uh, show um, the different uh, um, gardens from different areas. They have one that, that shows, it's called the Ancient Forest, mm. and they have all the primordial uh, plants. And the, these plants were donated to them by a woman who had, a, had these plant uh, gardens in her home. And they've created an entire garden with them. And some of them are... Um, possibly going extinct so that's one of the wow. things that I you know where I said well thank goodness somebody saved the species and and has donated it to a garden that's going to take care of it and then they have camellia gardens oak Ooh. tree garden they have Ooh. native California membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can I be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it but nobody is going to do it for you and nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Yeah, uh, they have a Japanese garden um, that has the most beautiful if you can get there during cherry uh, cherry tree season, cherry Ooh. blossom, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, they have cherry blossoms and plum trees. So you've got these white, beautiful cherry blossoms, and then you've got these pink, beautiful plum tree uh, blossoms. Um, the way they have it set up, it's just gorgeous. Mm. Um, they have an amazing rose garden, uh, just rows and rows of different kinds of roses and I've gotten some of the most beautiful pictures of from there for the kids they have an enchanted railroad <laughs> oh. where they can take a little rain uh, road um, uh, train mm -hmm. ride through through the gardens cool. and um, and during uh, the Christmas season uh, probably November through January they have something called the enchanted forest of lights and they light up a one-mile walk through the forest, uh, through their best gardens, and you can go in the evening. And they they have a light show, and it's and it can be interactive, and um, it's just a lovely place. Oh wow! I, I remember as going there. Oh, so many years ago, even as a, a child, and I was. It, that's a beautiful park. That's mm -hmm. I'm, I'm now. I want to go back. Yeah. yeah, it is. And yeah. I went and visited a friend one day and uh, we were sitting down on the bench. We had just gone to the tulip garden. Oh, I love tulips. Ooh, yeah. And um, we were sitting down uh, just having a chat. And I looked up in the tree and uh, the tree had lost its leaves. It was still like early spring. And 
you could see a heart-shaped uh, branch uh, in the top of the tree, and I think, oh my gosh, this tree wow. is loving us. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you just yeah. see amazing things. Sometimes I see walk. Uh, I remember walking through that um, oak tree area. And I swear I could see a face in that oak tree. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, I love that. I yeah. Love yeah. That. And yeah. I took a picture because I said, that is a definite oak tree face. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You see that with um, clouds and, um, yes. and rocks. Yeah. And I always feel like the rocks and mountains, there's like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there is somebody in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the nature spirit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The nature spirit of the tree, yeah, the soul oh. of the tree, maybe, yeah. Wow. So that that's fun, and and I got some pictures there of of the heart in the tree, and the uh, wow. the face, yeah. That's cool. So, so the second one that I just think is most amazing, and maybe not known as well unless you're from the area, is the Huntington Library, um, Huntington Gardens and Library. Oh. And it's in San Marino, California, near Pasadena. And there are 15 themed gardens and 120 acres. Ooh. It is amazing. And there's two art galleries. And these are major galleries. Like one has European art and the other has uh, current American art. And uh, the European art is... Um, some amazing um, masters are in there. Uh, there's a uh, painting of Blue Boy and Pink Lady, and um, oh. those are very famous yeah. paintings, yeah. and um, they're housed in there and sculptures. There's an actual sculpture garden yeah. where you walk around the gar uh, garden, and there's these tall um, European uh, sculptures of God, I would call them goddesses and gods or whatever you want to call them. The, the, what, you, what you would see in Paris probably, you know, a sculpture in Paris like the David. Wow. But these are these line the entire um, area, and uh, those are amazing. Um, again, there they have cultural gardens, uh, gardens from Australia, um, Gardens from uh, a Chinese garden and a Japanese garden. Those again are my favorite. Um, mm. They uh, the the Japanese garden has a tea house that you can see where they do the ceremonies and sometimes they actually have uh, ceremonial um, programs where you can go and watch a tea ceremony and they explain it to you. And uh, the Chinese garden is around this gorgeous pond with the, this beautiful uh, curved bridge and um, beautiful trees, species from from China, and just very beautiful to photograph if you're a photographer. Um, and then, of course, they have the uh, gorgeous rose garden, and mm. um, they have a children's garden where they grow plants that... Uh, you know, will attract the butterflies because children absolutely love butterflies and um, other uh, things that they can interact with. Oh, and... I love that. I love children's mm -hmm. gardens. That's like Me San Diego too. having that one too. It's like so cool for kids to get in the dirt and understand nature and, and learn. I mean, 
you know, sometimes, it's, you know, maybe you don't have a national park in your backyard, but you probably have a garden or some nature center that has some kind of program for kids to get out there. Like yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can literally uh, spend a weekend there. And oh they're like, gosh. you can spend one day and not see everything. Mm. And um, they have this wonderful gift shop that reminds me of the Smithsonian gift shop. <laughs> they have all sorts of um, paintings that you can take. They have, uh, you know, jewelry and um, they have uh, books for, uh, and poetry books and just, um, it's just amazing. I love that park. Mm, cool. uh, I always go there when I'm in the area. Mm. And I, I want to tell everybody, um, you know, Margot's got her two favorites here that she's talking about in the LA area. Of course, we've talked about San Diego quite a bit. Um, but what we've done now is we've created a big blend community. So it's our own social site, kind of like Facebook, Twitter, uh, really easy to use. And we have all these different groups and you can go on the homepage of nationalparktraveling.com. You'll see right there, big blend community, come join us. And, you know, we don't want to be the only ones out there experiencing these gardens. Of course, we're not. But we want everyone to be part of that experience and that joy. And so it's 2020. And I think there's something about the number 2020 that has a feeling of balance. It's like a new fresh decade. And while the country may be divided, or the world actually at this point may be divided on politics and drama, there are things to do to get back to connecting over things we love, obviously our country. And what about gardens? If you love gardens, let's share and connect over these things. And so we started a series of challenges. One is uh, going out for a one-hour walk, uh, see if we can do, if together, post 2,020 hours of walks in 20 months. Uh, we've got one called uh, Finding Your View in Nature. Uh, you're finding your nature view that going out, just like what we're talking about, gardens is part of it, where you go out and you see this beautiful view, you calm down. Um, so can we together have 20, 2,020 uh, views and so you post a photo up on our community everyone posts where they are so it's just 2020 views in 20 months now our new one starting now it's out there now is 2020 garden experiences whether you're in a park looking at wildflowers it could be your own garden uh, or going to a botanical garden or a nature center uh, we want to see if we can have 2020 garden experiences together uh, you just post a photo and say where it is so we're started that now so see what you've done margo <laughs> you're getting us all out into nature and in gardens <laughs> yeah flower power. i just want to say it's so important to visit these gardens and the reason i um, made this challenge in the first place is i was up north and um, visiting some of the gardens up there and they were in poor shape and they were supported. A lot of funding has been taken away. And you could see the plants. They were gorgeous plants, but they weren't being taken care of as well. Mm -hmm. And all the money that came in is uh, us going there and paying you know, the entrance fee to get in. And that money goes to for the upkeep of these gardens. And it goes to... Uh, preserving uh, the species that may, you know, go extinct, and 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 then it goes for your own pleasure to, mm -hmm. you know, have these gardens um, 
being beautiful and taken care of and and being able to take your children there and so I really hope that when you see a garden posted on on this map that you take your family there and uh, support the gardens I always, wherever I am, I always become a member of a garden, um, pay an annual fee to help support the garden, and that's, that's awesome. why I challenged you guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'd like it. You challenged like us, it. and now we challenge everybody else. I love it because, I mean, it's really, it's a special thing, and, and I think you're really right. I mean, it's, that's something that I love about these challenges, you know, the assignments of the stories, now the maps and challenges, all of it is that it's gotten Nancy and I, you know, when we learned that when we started the tour, originally it was just national park units. And uh, for the, you know, especially with the centennial of the parks, which was in August, 2016, we're like, let's do all national park units. And was actually at the very beginning, once we had labeled it and announced it, that we realized from many other parks that, hey, we're just as important and uh, just as underfunded and uh, have maintenance backlogs and have pollution issues. And some places are loved to death, you know, and have too many people going in. So they need shuttles. And so there's this balance that we need to create. And, um, you know, now we're looking in places, you know, communities and seeing things like gardens, public art, all these other kind of experiences, which kind of balances a destination. So if you're going to a national park, spend a day in the destination and see the gardens because you're going to learn more as well about the plants in the park that you were in. Absolutely. And so you have this lighter foot and a more of a well-rounded experience, if you will. So I think that's what's really, really cool about this. But it, you, we start to realize as we start talking to like the docents and things that just, you know, we start to see all the important things like you're saying that gardens are having a problem too. And a garden is a park. We cemeteries, we've got, I can't even tell you, we're gonna have to do a cemetery map because, <laughs> and you know, we've got Holly Hansen, you know, she runs family history expos and she um, challenged us to go and find anything to do with family history. Well, everything has to do with family history, <laughs> whether it's the cliff dwellings or the mounds, now graveyards. Well, well now you just wait, you're going to see a bunch of graveyards on your map, Margo, because what we've discovered, like we went to uh, Mount Holly, we had to do it because Holly said, go get the family history and it was named Holly, so we had to go. Well, Mount Holly is one of the oldest cemeteries in Little Rock, Arkansas. And you go and it's peaceful and it's these really old tombstones and, you know, it's really neat. It's interesting. And you've got um, slaves buried next to prostitutes next to burlesque dancers next to the banker next to the governor i mean it's kind of interesting like they didn't go like here are all the rich people over here and all the slaves over there they didn't do that it's all mixed up which i find mm -hmm. interesting but this whole cemetery we're having a problem with our cemeteries like bayou uh bayou rapides um in louisiana is a national historic landmark and they're having to do fundraising to keep these cemeteries maintained just like a garden and a lot of times what's going happening is the master gardeners of a community are going in and doing the upkeep so like Mount Holly they have garden events every spring and they have garden walks and garden tours in the cemetery and that's how they keep it going so it's kind of this interesting thing that we didn't think of until everyone assigned all these challenges like with what you're doing it's they all overlap and basically at the end of the day, we see a lot of beauty in our country and we see a lot of unsupported beauty. And that's, yeah. that's 
you know what I mean? That yin and yang of it. So I always say yin and yang, but it's yin and yang. <laughs> but, but yeah. um, you know, so we do going out and having these experiences. We hope everybody does step up and help in, in what they can, even if, it, if you can't financially afford, you know, annual fees or, or memberships, you can volunteer. You know, and a lot of these places will have a free day and you can go volunteer and do something. Maybe share the information on social media. If you're gardening, maybe look at using a native plant, you know, to help the pollinators, you know, that kind of thing. There's things we can right. all do. Mm-hmm. So I'm off my soapbox yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I get, I get, Me I too. Get. Just go and enjoy. I know. And, exactly. and, and let your gets, children um, enjoy and get that yeah. experience too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's positive for everybody. You yeah, know, it is. It's, you, you don't. It's, I think it's so important for for children. I mean, we all need to relax and get fresh air and and feel a little bit of comfort when things are like highly emotional. It's really good to just go like you. I love your model. Wrap yourself in nature, and mm-hmm. everything just seems a lot better. I, that's so I immediately comforting. Immediately, comforting. it is. It feeds the soul. It does. Mm-hmm. You know, Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son, has got his own band, uh, Lucas Nelson, The Promise of the Real. And he's been on our show a few years back. And um, watching what he's doing right now is he's going and he's creating his own revolution of turn off the news, go grow a garden, and build a yeah. garden. And it's basically not saying don't le- listen to what's going on. You don't have your head in the sand, right? But Go, but get your hands in the sand too. <laughs> Do that. Take get your hands in dirt. Yeah. The, yeah. the earth. Yeah. Touch the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like what we're doing too, it, it all goes together on this. And um, I do want to touch on, on your um, new gallery website, CarreraFineArtGallery.com, because I think what's so cool about this is when people order one of your photographs, they can have it on a different uh, material, right? From metal Correct. to... Do you want to tell everybody how that works? Sure. Um, the uh, gallery is set up uh, where you can go and see different images. You can see landscapes. You can see I have a butterfly area because I, I have a large collection of butterfly plants, flowers. Um, and even I have a section for my scarves. But you can go and find the print you like, and then as you go to check out, you can decide what you want it printed on. It could either be the traditional print on photo paper and could be framed or not framed. You can decide that. And then you go and you ch- uh, check. You can choose your size, whatever size goes on your wall the best. And then you can um, choose uh, if you're not going to choose the traditional uh, paper then you can choose metal it can go on metal and that has benefits because that gives you more depth in the picture and and it can be a bit more shiny so it can be more some people say it's more modern looking on the wall Mm. Um, you can have canvas where it looks like a lot of people say my photography looks like um it's actually a painting, yeah. and um, so you can have it on canvas. Uh, you can have it on acrylic, which is another medium, and you can have it printed on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, all that you can decide at checkout and, um, cool. and whether you frame it or not. And there, there's pictures on there. It'll show the image, what it looks like framed in the one that you pick. So 
Nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So from picking the print all the way to how it arrives in your at your door, mm. um, you you can do it all on the website. Mm. I love it. I love it. That's and nice. and I love the scarves. You know, the oh, scarves are you. so beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to thank you. Um, you know, when you're in Yuma, we were part of the Yuma Bird Nature History Festival, and you sent us some gift cards, some of your beautiful cards, and um, or say note cards. I always say gift cards, and people think I'm handing them money. <laughs> but no yeah, cards. note cards. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And they're beautiful. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, one of the travel writers that were with us knows you, Elaine Masters. And I was like, oh, oh I love Elaine. Yeah, she's and, a good friend. I know. Yeah. So, hey, this is garden gossip. So we get to gossip, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hi Elaine, like, oh, if you're listening. <laughs> I know, I know. She's so sweet. We went walking with her. We had a good time with her. She is yeah, awesome. Very, yeah. very awesome travel writer. Uh, everyone, if you do tripwellgal.com, uh, you'll find her. She uh, travels with an environmental footprint in mind, um, of having a reduced one, as do we, as much as we can. And uh, she's just a. She was just. She was like, oh, I know Marco. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> like a small world <laughs> I, I know it. how she started out with her travels she had a program called yoga on the go mm. and oh, wow. so you could you could be traveling and you could have a, a break and and do your stretches and stay healthy even if you've been sitting all day <laughs> wow yeah she yeah and, and then, she started a travel club yeah she's wonderful that's awesome how cool how cool is that? So everyone, uh, please go have a look at Margot's work. Go to CarreraFineArtGallery.com. Uh, also, you can find her map again on NationalParkTraveling.com. You'll see the map as we keep adding to it. So we've got a ton to put up there, and we're going to have a ton more uh, as we travel. I mean, especially we're going back to the sequoias, and I want to put the meadows on there because there's all the mm. meadow magic. There's a thing. I want to live in a meadow. I know there's mm. bugs, but I have a thing about meadows. They're like awesome. Um, one yeah. thing I, before we go, I wanted to touch base on real quick is one thing we're noticing in gardens, we're finding more and more healing gardens and sensory gardens where mm. it's about smell, look, touch. That's something we're starting to see more and more of. So um, there'll be some more articles coming down the pipeline on that, everyone. And also our uh, spring issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine will be dedicated to gardens as we travel as well. So watch for that as well. You can see that at blendradioandtv.com. Uh, but here we are. You know, we always get to play music. And I want to play this. It's called Lotus Blossom. It's from our friends Michael and Spider. And uh, I want to play that for Margaret and for you, the audience. Thank you for joining us here on Big Blend Radio's Garden Gossip Show. Don't forget our challenge. Come join it. Uh, again, everything's at nationalparktraveling.com, and you can keep up with our shows at bigblendradio.com. Gazillion bunch of websites, right? <laughs> so, All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Margo. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you, Lisa and Nancy. Good talking with you. And happy spring, everybody. Yeah, get in the garden.
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.